undisclosed location in a basement somewhere in New York City. It's the Shredhead Podcast with your host, Oroku Saki, a.k.a. The Shredder. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome, my mutant miscreants. And welcome to my parlor, said the spider to you flies. It is, of course, me, Oroko Saki, a.k.a. the Shredder. Thank you. And my producer, my best friend, the brains of the outfit, my main brain, the mayor of Dimension X, Krang. What's up? What's up? What up? Was up indeed. Was up indeed. Hey, Krang, how's it going, brother? I'm acting like like we haven't been hanging out all day, and and like like I haven't seen you all week. <laughs> Krang, Krang, Krang is in my bubble. Y'all know Krang. Me, you know. We go front. Um, yeah, so, uh, let's see, what do we want to jump into? Not much for news this week, nothing, nothing like that dope. Um, um, homie who was jerking off, uh, while, while, while his Zoom was active, that was wild. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say don't do that. I'm going to say, uh, once you've hung up on Zoom calls or, or... just just know what's going on with your with your device okay um I, i'm not 100 percent uh of what's going on there uh anyway um that, that's just a pro tip uh don't don't show your pro tip all right uh anyway ho um <laughs> Got uh, <it. laughs> uh okay let's get into um Get into a little bit of news. There's not much. Again, no national BA. Uh, I, I kind of tune out because I don't. I don't like any of these niggas to uh, enough to be paying attention to what they're doing. But um, uh, apparently there was a debate um, between Joey Jump Off and uh, Forty Five Quattro Stinko. Um, inaugural class of uh of the shredded pod, um, hall of shame, right? Uh, and and fuck these niggas from last week. Um, uh, anyway, uh, I skipped it. I I, I figured you know they were just do- they were two just doddering old men uh talking incoherently. Uh, I figured that's what would happen. Um. It was like an Abe Simpson versus, um, I don't know, Jasper. It would have been more entertaining, but um, I, I, I sat that one out, bro. Um, but what I did here that was kind of, I don't know, disappointing. I, I get it. It's like the cool thing to act like this doesn't matter uh, because it's the lesser of two evils. I, I get it. You know, you want to sound woke. You want to sound as though you're you're hip. You're you're ahead of the you're ahead of the curve, right? Yeah, I get it. You know, 
It don't matter anyway. They they already picked what they gonna pick, right? I know, I know. You don't exactly know how the uh, electoral college works, um, but uh, you also need to understand that um, in order for things to change, uh, we kind of have to do it, you know? Um, so, you know, you're taking the attitude that they want you to take when you throw your hands in the air and say that there's nothing you can do. Um, anyway, um, what, what I do want you to realize, and again, I'm not going to tell you how to vote because, you know, I just want to smarten you up a bit. Um, you're not just voting for one man here and, and, and their, their uh, vice president. You're voting for someone who's going to select other people who handle other shit that um, has very real power. Like, you know, the Secretary of State, like they do like real shit. And that Secretary of State is chosen by, surprise, surprise, a president, right? Uh, this whole thing going on with the Supreme Court. Um, you know, things are rolling because the president said, hey, this person should have a lifetime job that decides things like, I don't know, Plessy versus Ferguson and Wade versus Roe and all that kind of shit, right? Um, the people who made decisions on that were chosen by a president and a president was chosen uh, in principle by people who vote, okay? Um, yeah, uh, it, it, ain't, it ain't perfect, but uh, in order to change the system that we have, you, you actually have to participate in democracy, okay? Um, yeah, don't, don't, don't let Ice Cube um, tell you, like, and, and again now, uh, people should be working for your vote, but you also have to make them work, right? Um, it, it is a fruitless endeavor uh, however, I believe, you know, when we're talking about, say, Cube trying to negotiate across the table with uh, people who could give less than a rat's ass about what you want, uh, it's about the optics, my friend. Don't ever be duped, which a lot of you are being right now, um, because, let's be honest, the, uh, a lot of black men are the white men of black people. It's been said time and time again, and it's been proven time and time again. But, um, yeah, cut cut the shit, you know? Um, I, I think Diddy, uh, a, a, black, um, a black political party, is a great idea um, either four years ago, um, well, you know, three and a half years ago, like at the very beginning of 2017, I think that would have been a smashing idea right um or maybe you know three three years before that or six years before that whatever you know um it, it's a great idea not a month out from the election okay so um if you want to do that you know november let me see let me get the date right if you want to do that in the first Wednesday uh, of November, uh, I'm with it. Uh, yeah, that would be the fourth. You know, um, I'll probably you know. I, well, I don't know if if it's, if Diddy's in front of it. I don't know. 
nigga probably try to um take my publishing um but i say that to say uh yeah you want to fire up you know um a, a black political party on the fourth you know to be an independent party um if we can uh instate um ranked voting that would be fire um I, I, I'd be, I would be interested. I won't say that I'd be a hundred percent on board because again, uh, black men tend to be the white people, the white men of black people. So, um, I, I, I would have to have some things, some concerns being addressed before I did that. But, um, yeah, yeah, sure. I'd be interested. It's just, not the time right now. It's literally not the time. The election is about a week and a half away. Who are we put? Who, who are we gonna vote? Who who are we putting up right now to run for president? Right, like right now. Who are we doing? Okay, because if we're not pushing a black person for president, I don't know T'Challa. Um, if fucking you know Chadwick Boseman rest in peace. But if he were to resurrect. Sure, you know, maybe. Uh, that would be wild as hell. Should get The Rock, you know? Get Dwayne The Rock Johnson. But later, right? Later. We ain't going nowhere. It's black people for life, right, Diddy? Come on, you said it yourself. Uh, Jesus, man. Y'all just be hustling backwards, I swear. Anyway... Um, so yeah, that was the political position, uh, the political part. Oh no, wait, 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 we're not done. Mitch McConnell is, um, cursed apparently. I don't know, uh, somebody put the empathy curse on him to now turn black. Uh, if you haven't seen it, um, apparently Mitch McConnell's hands, uh, are horribly, well, I don't, I won't say horribly because he could maybe, what if he was, what if he was just turned into a dark-skinned nigga, man, like, that would be wild. Like, you just seen the magic. Like, like, okay. I don't know how many of y'all finished Lovecraft Country, but, um... Funny. Um, and I won't spoil anything. I think I kind of did, but, you know, fuck it. If you ain't watching it, why are you not... You know, maybe I'll go back and take that out. Anyway, um, Mitch McConnell is cursed. Maybe it's uh, one of those Stephen King things, with, with like thinner, only you know, um, an, an old late, an old black lady pointed at him and said, "Blacker." I, I would, I would like that. That would be. That would be so fitting. That would be so fitting and so delicious. It would have to be fattening. Um, so yeah, Mitch McConnell out here cursed. Uh, rest while standing up. I don't know. Um, oh yes, uh, this is hot off the press. Uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov. Ah, I always do this. Nurmagomedov. Nurmagomedov. Really, nigga? Come on. Say a name. Khabib Nurmagomedov, jeez, uh, announced his retirement today from the UFC um, following the death of his father. 
from complications of COVID in July. He had one more fight to um, to train for, and upon finishing and successfully defending his uh, light heavyweight title, um, he has uh, decided to call it a career uh, with a per- perfect twenty nine and zero record. Um, that's crazy, man. Like you know, you you want to go out on top, also. You want to, you know, see the limit of your power. Like I, I personally, you know, when I was throwing them hands, um, I competed, sure. Um, and, um, you know, when you come in there with the new style, can't nobody hold you. And, um, you know, after a while, I was like, all right, I'm ready to go commit crime. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but. You know, who who knows what, what's next for this man? I know he's got some other issues. I heard that maybe he was fighting while he had a broken foot in the ring. Um, just nuts. He just he beats uh Jason Gatchi. Sheesh, that's a name, boy. Um, but yeah, he defeated him in uh, uh UFC twenty five uh two hundred fifty four. Y'all gotta start naming these shits, bro. UFC just giving a number. Um, that's lazy. Like, nigga, come on, dog. Y'all trying to be wrestling, but you don't want to be. Ah, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Like, be, you know, give me UFC, um, um, autumn, autumn, um, autumn assault. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, nigga, like, jazz this shit up, man. Niggas ain't got no character. Um... So yeah, that that was a thing. Uh, yeah, like I said, man, slow news week. Uh, long and short of it, reg- make sure you're registered. Don't go up to uh, to to the to the precinct and embarrass yourself. But also make sure you take your black ass to the precinct and vote. Uh, we we if we have an opportunity to not only get stank ass out of there, but Betsy DuVos and 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 others, Sleepy Carl, uh, um, uh, uh, Ben Carson. Yeah, we've got to, we get get a chance to sweep that coon up out of there. Um, we gotta take it, baby. Uh, you don't know anything about what was going on when Donna Shalali was running. Um, Donna Shalala. Can't remember. It was something to that effect. Uh, anyway, don't remember what what was going on with housing and urban development back then, right? Cause that shit was running effectively uh, during during that time. I'm about to look up Donna Shalala. Um, of course, Donna. Yeah, yeah, Donna Shalala. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look at me being smart, calling upon my old knowledge. Um. Anyway. With all that said, man, y'all uh, get out there, get to work. Um, we're going to be right back with the Hall of Fame for um, the Shredhead Pod, <laughs> um, for the Shredhead Podcast Hall of Fame. Uh, I'm going to. It's going to be vastly different from last week's um, inaugural Hall of Shame. Um, it's it's about to get deep, y'all. So just prepare uh, on the other side of this commercial break. We'll be right back. Shredhead Pod, y'all. 
Hello, this is former President Barack Obama, the greatest president of your lifetime. I wanted to take some time out of my busy schedule of doing nothing to tell you about hyphen podcast. Now, Kellen, while he hasn't always agreed with my policies, I still like the son of a And while I can't make you vote or listen to every podcast, please listen to Hyphen Nation, the world's greatest podcast. Take it from me, I killed Bin Laden's Trust my taste in podcasts. Hyphenation, featuring Kellen Conley and semi-regular co-host Marcus Sean Mallet Robinson. You know, Kellen Pods, Marcus Wrights. It's a better tandem than the 96 Chicago Bulls. And I know, I killed Ben Martin. And Kanye, Kanye was so jack. But, for Michelle and the girls, all love to Hyphenation and the Hyphen Podcast group. And keep bringing your daughter on, she's beautiful. And I know. Well, you know. Yeah, and we're back. That's right, with the Shredhead Pod, starring your boy, me, the Shredder. Yes, mutant miscreants. Uh, last week, we opened the first wing of the uh, Shredhead Pod Hall of Shame. And while it was very funny, and the people who are in there very much deserve to be there, uh, many of them also deserving to be in prison. And I say this as a man who uh, has served his time, uh, need I remind you. Uh, This week, here, on the season finale of the Shredhead Pod, we would like to spend way more time showing love to people and um, we'll do that by having two more inductees. Uh, that's right, six total inductees into the Shredhead Hall of Fame. Uh, that's right, six people will will be canonized. Uh, and that's right. Uh, I know I I try not to say canon on this show because then I uh, people will ask me like they have been doing for years. Uh, uh, they'll say, Saki, is that you on the Canon, um, little Don Cannon producer Cannon, tag? Cannon, Cannon, and, Cannon, um, Cannon, Cannon, no, Cannon, not now. Cannon. Used to be, you know, uh, and then I, 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 um, ended up doing my time, and then that's when DJ Don Cannon switched it up, and, uh, as if, you know, um, it was any secret what I was into, you know, but I mean, you know, I get it. You know, the block was hot. Um, I personally think that would lend more credibility to one's gangster shit. But anyway, um, let, let's get right into the not even nominees, the inductees. Um, and number one is a shoe in, um, not a no-brainer, but a pro-brainer. That's right. You you knew this before I even, when I first announced this. The first inductee of the Shredhead Podcast's Hall of Fame is my main brain. My dog, my ace. Krang. What's up? What's up? That's it, Krang. You deserve it, brother. You being nothing... Nothing short of of my my man fifty grand 
every time, man. You know, even even when we was beefing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't gonna act like, you know, me and this nigga didn't want to kill each other sometimes, but we brothers, you know. Um but crying crying uh, has never been anything short of one hundred with me. And uh for that, uh, you know, when I was when when I was uh when I was upstate, you know what I'm saying, he was making sure things were being held down here, uh being taken care of. You know what I'm saying? Me and my man Krang, we go back like stocking caps and waves, mm-hmm. down like faux flat tires. And um for that I am eternally grateful. And um with this small token of my appreciation, Krang, you are the very first inductee into the Shredhead Hall of Fame, my dog. That's right, take another bow. Um, number two into the Shredhead Podcast Hall of Fame. Um, I'm going to do, I'm going to induct this woman, and um, you really don't need any kind of, uh, you, you you don't really need any um, qualifications for this one when I drop this name. Um, but if you've seen her, if you know who she is, uh, then, you know, it's obvious. Of course, she's a queen. Um, Diane Carroll, bro. Not just because I had a gigantic crush the first time I saw Claudine or, um, you know, that she was the reason... I was up watching uh, goddamn Dynasty, um, seeing her hold her own with these messy-ass white folks. Uh, Diane Carroll was the living embodiment of class and and grace, and um, you know, still managed. Uh, you know, there, there was no questioning her blackness at all in the midst of all of that. Um, probably, probably uh, the middle of your granddaddy's. Uh, fantasy, sure, but, uh, you know, she's too hot, she burn his ass up. You boys is used to mayonnaise. Don't come over here and get this cayenne pepper up in you. Um, yeah, just, you know, shit, it's Diane Carroll, what do you, what do you expect? Uh, and then when she would do, you know, uh, a different world, um, just fire, man. So, I mean, every character she played was believable. You thought that's who she really was, but, um, you know, people, you know, people around were saying that she was obviously um, wonderful, a wonderful person. Uh, just her work with Patti LaBelle, uh, again, on the uh, A Different World. Just just a, a, a sight to behold, man, and um, a presence to uh to be in you know I met Diane Carroll a long time ago but uh I was unmasked I wasn't you know trying to go out you don't go and meet Diane Carroll you know so you don't go see Claudine with you know samurai armor on you you know uh, you, you just don't so <clears throat> when I did um you know it was a signing she was very gracious um you know I I also I also didn't try to like take up a lot of her time, um, you know, just try to play it cool. But on the inside, you know, I was leaping. Um, anyway, yeah, Diane Carroll, number two, hands down. Um, 
Number three, and I don't want to fly through these like, you know, like I said, uh, last week I was letting people have it. Um, and this week I also want people to have it, but by it, I mean their flowers, you know? Um, and so I want to make sure that I'm taking adequate time um, when inducting these people and saying these words. Um, and really, given this man's um, current situation, this man is a fucking soldier, bro. Um, and, and he's had some recent health problems. Um, but also a fellow mixed brother, um, Alex Trebek, bro. Big time, major shout out uh, to uh, number the, the number three inductee, Alex Trebek. Um, you know, not just for his work with Jeopardy, but just being a down ass nigga, man. Like, you know, and 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 I want to shout out to Canada, man. Um, you know, people really be trying to like hold Canada, calling it America's hat. They be like, shut up. These niggas got health care, bro. Can't never say nothing about somebody who can go see a doctor. What if y'all throw hands, right? What you gonna do? They gonna go home and go see the doctor. You, you know what I'm saying? You won't even get that tooth seen about because you ain't got the bread. Anyway, damn it, I keep doing that. Alex Trebek, man, Um, after his tremendous work, on Jeopardy all these years and now soldiering through. Um, it, it's it's very inspirational to see the man just keep going to work and just saying, you know what? It's, it's going to be what it's going to be, you know? Um, yeah, man, and I, I'm not especially, you know, looking forward to whether or not his health takes the ultimate wrong turn. But while you are here, Alex Trebek, my fellow mixy um i want you to know that oroko saki sees you bro i sees you out here and um and for anyone who doesn't know alex trebek is a black man uh you, That's cool, you can google boys, the nigga. images of young alex trebek and you'll be like yo that's a whole ass black man. That's a whole ass soul singer, bro. <laughs> so check it out, uh, Alex Trebek. I mean, you know, I mean, and you know me, I'm very secure in my masculinity. He's a handsome dude, you know? Like, come on, it's Alex Trebek, bro. You ain't gonna give Alex Trebek props. Then you ain't no real man. Um, but yeah, definitely. Um, just, just how he be flaming niggas on Jeopardy too. Like it'd be so funny. Like Alex, you know you wouldn't know half of the answers to them questions if you didn't have the cards up there, my nigga. But you, you be fooling, dog. You be fooling. Like you know, what I'm saying he'll ask the question, and then somebody will be like, uh, Joan of Arc, and he'll be like, No, <laughs> like <laughs> fam, come on, no. <laughs> oh shit. That's my nigga, man. They ain't gonna be, gonna be able to replace that man, except for possibly, quite possibly, LeVar Burton. Um, but that's another story for another day, and we'll cross that bridge if we get to it. Um, 
Number four, uh, I'm just gonna say it, bro. Regina King is the god. And, um, you know, besides her winning, I, I want her to sweep all of the hyphen podcast awards. So I know that she already won, um, year of the year at the Isle of pa- at the Powies. Um, she's definitely just being inducted, canonized here just for being, being the queen mother. Not, I don't even say mother, queen mother makes it sound old, but no, nigga, this is, she's the god of uh, the Watchmen. Um, if Beale Street could talk, uh, I know she has some more work coming out. Even, even the fucking Cadillac commercials, like, whatever, dawg, let's do it. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Know what I'm saying? Then I heard that she had a crush on Sam Elliott. And I've been growing a mustache ever since. I'm sorry, a mustache. There you go. The weird pronunciation. Um, but yeah, man. Um, and, and not to mention, you know, her voice work on the boondocks. Like, come on, man. Uh, are they bringing that back or no? Has COVID pushed everything back, Krang? Do you know? Krang is, Krang is um, shaking his brain. No. Uh <laughs> Um, he doesn't know, uh, but uh, maybe, maybe that's what's happening. Um, or maybe it's not, I don't know. I haven't seen anything new in a long time. Well, Archer, I've been watching new episodes of Archer. They are coming out. Um, and it, and it's been, it's been funny. It's been pretty good. Um, I don't know what people are expecting. Anyway, um, so that so far that's Krang, Diane Carroll. Alex Trebek, Regina King, the God. Um, oh yeah, my nigga and yours. Uh, number five can be no other than the man who created the Foot Clan anthem. This is what we do. Um, you could hear it in the uh, um. Shredder versus the Turtles movie, uh, part one, the one where I take on the, bravely take on all four turtles on the top of the rooftop. Um, there is a scene about midway through the film, um, where they show part of the Foot Clan, um, they show part of the Foot Clan lair, the warehouse, fun house, I guess. Um, I don't know how you would classify it but um it's the area where uh we the foot have taken it and again i i I, i've i've served my time for this um and really my side of it is that these teenagers these children felt like they had nowhere else to go okay the outside world didn't understand them and again I've come to grips with what I've done. I know I always, I cop mad, please, every time I mention it, because I kind of have to. Um, but this, this is what happened, you know? This, this is life. And um, even if you do something that is deemed legally wrong uh, and you own up to what the law says, um, you still can feel some type of way 
about what your intention was. And um, my intention when, when, when these children were cutting school and skateboarding and gambling and smoking boxes of cigarettes with Sam Rockwell, um, you know, this was again a place where people felt like they couldn't, th these were, you know, young folk who felt like they had nowhere to go. And so they came and they kicked it with your boy here um, anyway, I say all that to say, uh, your man, MC Hammer, Stanley Bureau, shout out to the God, um, made this joint for us, um, and geez, of course, of course there's a fucking commercial, god damn YouTube, hey, And they got a big ass stogie, bro. This this kid. Now see, look, the kids are playing narc. Okay, that's anti-drug, right? Um, but I hit my man, MC Hammer up, and was like, "Yo, we need a jam." And uh, you know, because I have this this organization, it gets young kids off of the streets. It puts them safely. Um, in a warehouse, um, you know, we, we rented out this warehouse space, you know, and, and, and to his credit, Hammer, he jumped right, right on board um, when making this theme for us. This is what we do, because that really is what we did. Like, look, did you want the kids to be in school? Sure. Uh, were the kids here safe? Yeah. Nobody is in danger. I mean, you know, listen, I can't see everything, you know. It's a huge warehouse, a large organization. Kids were smoking. Sorry. Okay. So was your grandmother around that age, back in the 40s. Surgeon General, whatever. Anyway, MC Hammer. Um, besides, you know, making our jam, um, he is in the Shredhead Podcast Hall of Fame for simply saving the, like he, the nigga put his money, his literal money, where his figurative mouth was, you know, he had been talking about saving the hood, trying to make a way for his people, they were, you know, gangbangers or, um, you know, around the opportunity to do the wrong thing. You know what I'm saying? Hammer, Hammer is not a, I mean, he's squeaky clean now, but you know, back in the day, he commanded a lot of respect. And um, a, a lot of that was because he was putting food on people's table um, legitimately. The nigga was literally too legit to quit doing what he was doing. Um, and, and, and that's why I don't really give him shit for, you know, showing up in a G-string and dancing to pumps and a bump. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. No! Like, if you, if, if you can't respect that, then your whole perspective is whack. But Hammer, um, you know, he, he didn't go bankrupt because he was, you know... Hemorrhaging money on hookers and blow, and and speedboats, you know what I mean. Like Hammer was literally, 
you know, seeing his boys in the corner and saying, hey, yo, come dance. Come, come carry a bag, nigga, real quick. Like everybody, you know, who was getting booked in those hotels, they were getting booked, you know, on Hammer's card, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hammer was handling so much uh, trying to put people on. And I know that uh, rappers and singers, and, and, and they, they love to talk about how they're keeping it real, how they're putting on, you know. Um, Hammer actually did that shit, bro. So not to say that if you ain't doing it like he was doing it, you ain't doing it, you know. Because, I mean, almost to a fault, you know, definitely when Hammer fell on harder times and needed help, uh, and had to file for bankruptcy. There weren't a whole lot of people there. Um, th there definitely weren't as many people helping him as there were people that he was helping, you know? So, uh, I mean, and, and again, you know, um, I don't know if you all believe in a higher power. Hammer did, uh, and, and it has, I mean, and it has since served him well, you know, he had his trials and tribulations, and again, it was because it wasn't because of something that he had done uh, maliciously, uh, or something that he had done. Um, um, it, it, he basically didn't deserve the bad that befell him. But I mean, hey, man, in every life, some rain must fall. But um, you know, he weathered that storm, and now you know he still stands the man before you. Um, and, and, you know, while everybody was calling him a sellout, how are you going to be a sellout when you're spending your bread on the hood? You know what I'm saying? So um, now everybody has to look back in hindsight and eat their words um, and put all the respect on my nigga Hammer's name. And you see him. And, 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 and if you haven't, listen, I don't, I don't like to... Uh, hype this guy up or give or direct any traffic to any of his channels or endeavors but uh dj vlad has an interview with red man where he talks about um you know having said something about hammer's mother on record and you know red man is a goofball he's just talking shit and um you know mc hammer stepped to him but not even like uh you know not even on some old I'm going to beat your ass with this bat. You know, he took him to the side and he said, Red, I know you're a young fella, um, but I don't let anyone talk about my mother. And and Red, you know, Red Man, to his credit again, and he was a younger dude. Um, you know, he didn't mean anything by it. He said, my bad. But he knew, you know, had he done anything differently, they're out there in California. Um, Hammer would have had some niggas swarm that ass. And if you want to talk about, you know, somebody throwing the ones and twos, I'm sure he would have done that as well. Um, but, you know, why do all that when you have niggas who you, whose bills you're basically paying? Uh, jump this nigga. Anyway, that's Hammer. The man who could have you jumped, but would not do that to you because Jesus. Um, and now, uh, man, if I could get somber for a little bit, um, I am going to um, face this one head on.
uh, because this is very hard for me to talk about. I know on episode one, season one, um, I kind of really just let everything out, just spilled it all. And, um, you know, I wanted to set a precedent for keeping it 100 with you all, uh, my mutant mis miscreants. And, um, yeah, man, uh, with this, this last inductee, number six, this is, uh, not only is this an induction into the Shredhead Podcast Hall of Fame, it's also, uh, it's also kind of a step in my therapy, um, something that I think needs to be done, even if it this isn't exactly the classiest way to do it. Um, it's, it's, it's all that I have, you know. Um, I can't go back and erase the past. I, I can't exactly, um, I can't exactly say that I would change anything that happened um given the uh, given the 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 chronological order of things that happened um my final inductee into the shredhead podcast hall of fame is hamato yoshi um for many years that was a name that invoked bile um i would i would have to spit Sorry, I would have to spit to the side. Um, whenever I said that name, uh, this is the name of the man who, and you know, by no means will I say that my brother uh, Oroku Nagi was an innocent man. I, I won't say that he was, you know, we were similar. Um, we, we were out there in Japan and we had to get it however we could, you know. And um, the Foot Clan was a vehicle to getting the things that we wanted. Um, and and while, uh, you know, we were, uh, we were, we, where were we were, we were a crime organization. You know what I mean? We were, we were criminals. And, um, you know, I, I'm still not 100% on what happened between uh, Hamato Yoshi and my brother Oroku Nagi. Um, all I know is that Nagi was, was killed. Nagi was dead at the end of whatever their um, disagreement was. Uh, Nagi could have 100% been the instigator of the incident. Um, and and Yoshi could have just been in self-defense. But at that point in time in my life, um, all that mattered to me was that my, you know, at the time, my ace, my brother, was, was murdered, and I had to get revenge. So um, um, I did what I did. Um, I already said what I did, and it turns my stomach every time to think about it. Um... But um, it it eventually ended. Um, come on, it, it definitely. Well, it eventually ended um, with 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 two people murdered uh, at my hands. 
one of them being so um being um Yoshi and the other being Tang uh the lover uh, you know and a lot of people you know um think that it was like a, a a jealousy thing like i was a jilted lover or something and that doesn't make well it makes it a little bit better um but um no it it was not that at all um my brother had been my brother had been defeated um and i had to seek vengeance and uh, i i went very too far um all of that to say for everything that i went through with yoshi yoshi's rat yoshi's rats turtles um it all stemmed from there you know and um um it, it it's something that i wanted to put behind me but never felt like I deserved to be relieved of, if that makes any sense. You know, like, no, you, you got to feel this. But now I think I'm tired. I think I'm done. I'm done punishing myself personally. And, um, you know, and again, this, this is a move for me um, because I'm the only one here, you know were were it possible to shake uh to shake yoshi's hand um and, and f forgive him for what i thought he may have done in all of this i would do it um and again that's that's to say that whether or not he was pushing the the action and and me knowing knowing nagi it's it's very legit that all of this could have been at the you know all of this could have been him but i took it how i took it back then and the results were issued back then um there is no uh there's nothing i can do now except to extend this olive branch hopefully to um yoshi you know and i've 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 had you know things um i've hashed things out with yoshi's rat splinter um and i don't say that as a pejorative um but you know i mean he's a rat like what you want me to do and not not a rat in the sense that like he would call the cops i don't think he would you know niggas be handling it themselves you know what i'm saying um but you know just the the bad blood that i had with three generations of one family um you know, after a while, you got to look at yourself and say, damn, is it me? And um, it definitely was. And so um, as an extension of the olive branch, I would like to say, uh, um, you know, I, I wish that things went differently. And I would like to extend the invitation to um, Splinter to accept on behalf of Hamato Yoshi, um, this induction to the Shredhead Podcast Hall of Fame. Wow. Um, I feel a little bit lighter. Crang, uh, take, take us the break, bro. Master Shredder. Hey, all right, now back. Um, 
I guess I'm supposed to have a creeding of the week. I don't know. Um, oh, wait. Damn, maybe it should be me. Uh, Donna Edna Shalala is, um, you know, she she wasn't... Uh, what did I have her at? I, I said she was Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. My bad. She was Secretary of Health and Human Services. Duh. Damn. Out here. Out here wild. Sorry, this is how I'm going out, y'all. <laughs> All right. Ah, uh, that was a correction. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Um, anyway, uh, I don't even have a real... I don't know, man. Everybody's being fucking stupid this week. Uh, you... you I don't know. Um, y'all for watching that debate. I don't know, man. What do you... Well, y'all for watching that debate and thinking it was going to be anything besides what it was. Um... Anyway, let's just skip right ahead to the shred commendation. I already got y'all in here overtime. Um, gonna go ahead, man. Uh, a lot of y'all, you know, were, were kind of blaming out on Lovecraft Country. I told you about it at the beginning of this season, and now um, it's it's finished. It's 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 done. Um, I don't know if they're coming back for a second season. I feel like they set up for one, um, but you never know. It's like everybody thought Watchmen was coming back and uh, Watchmen is not coming back. And, you know, thankfully, because it doesn't need to. Um, but yeah, man, it's complete now. So everyone who has excuses, uh, go watch that shit, bro. Um, you shouldn't actually you shouldn't binge it. There will be a lot of, um, of little um, Easter eggs you'll miss. Uh, and, and those Easter eggs tend to um, come back and actually mean something. It's not a lot of, it's a lot of stuff that's just thrown in there as like kind of a wink and a nudge, but then there's like some winks and nudges that keep winking and nudging you um, for a reason, right? So uh, give it some time. Watch all the episodes now. There are ten, you big babies. Heaven forbid you shouldn't have all of your entertainment there for you to gobble up instantly. But, um, yeah, it, it's there. You niggas would binge watch the news if they put it on Netflix. Oh, I can't sit down and watch anything. Also, um, when you're watching this show, put your phone away. All right, it will make things much easier. Uh, you won't have to, well, I don't know that. It depends on your own um, esoteric knowledge, um, but you know if you, if you need to, uh, you can you can. There are a lot of podcasts out there that will um, help you uh, to understand the things that you because know, it's way out there. And like I said, you'll need some esoteric knowledge to uh, to get through it. So um, I could I could shred commend a couple. Uh, well, I'll just shred commend one. Uh, this Week in Culture uh, with uh, Jay Johnson and Trinidad Ant. Um, they do very, they they do very good work. And they're, they're like real, they're real niggas, man. They're not working uh, at, at, you know, and that's not to say that niggas at the Ringer aren't real niggas as well. But um, they're going to be using some language that they probably would not that would probably be frowned upon if they used it in front of uh Jason Inception, you know. 
Um, not that he's, you know, some big, whatever, man. Uh, you'll, you'll understand what I mean when you'll get there. Uh, they have a whole rating system based on, uh, Cartier sunglasses. So that alone is interesting and it lets you know, uh, exactly who you're dealing with there. Um, it's just the kind of guys to handle things like this. Anyway, this week in culture, um, they have uh, a, a whole series on um, Lovecraft Country, um, among other things. So um, if you, you, you go over there and you find that you like it, um, you know, hey, you know, maybe you'll find something else over there. They talk about power. Um, not my kind of show, but whatever. Um, uh, a Watchman, uh, definitely. Um, yeah, so, so it's all there. Check it out. Tell them uh, Saki sent you. Um, and we will see you next time. I don't know when, actually. I'm going back to Dimension X because this place sucks. So until then, Ninja Vanish, Sayonara, suckers. Shredder out. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?